And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls, and we're coming at you, quote-unquote, live from Boston. <laughs> um, we're in the same room, I think, for the first time since the summer we started this. To record, yeah. 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 Also, happy four-year. Happy, happy four-year. I know. We've been, <laughs> we've been putting it off, but we have something fun planned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, okay, before we get into the topic of Thor Love and Thunder... Um, Lily just came into the room and gave me this Iron Man sticker. Yeah. Um, which I was going to save this for when we recorded the, the anniversary episode oh, on Sunday. No. <laughs> but I just felt like after that, I really had to bring it out now. Okay. Um. No way! <laughs> so I just pulled out. It's, it's like July. It's like 80 degrees out. It's so hot. It's so hot. But I just pulled out a Iron Man giant blanket hoodie. And not only is there one. <gasps> I yes! have two. We have matching Iron Man hoodies. This has been a running joke for at least three years. <laughs> yes. Four years. So. Hey, <laughs> thank you. And it's so soft. It's and so they're soft. so nice. It's gigantic. It's giant. It's a blanket hoodie. It's the. It's so oh fantastic. There's a pocket. It, like, looks great, and it's, like, the, I think it's the Infinity War yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's the arc reactor from Infinity War. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the journey that it took to get these, but that's for another day. <laughs> yeah, um, we can do that on the anniversary app or something. <gasps> Thank you. That yes. is amazing. This has been such a, a long-running inside joke for the two of us. Yeah, that we're going to get, like, yeah. matching Iron Man, like, <laughs> onesies, onesies or, or something. something. And... You know what? I pulled the trigger. I found this uh, person on TikTok. I am Ember, and they had these oversized like Marvel hoodies. Yeah. And I was like, I have to do this. You have to commit to the bit. I have to do this. So I bought two. Excellent. Um, so that we could be matching. I love this. Thank you so much. We're gonna oh need. To, we're gonna need to take pictures. We are. Uh, we'll we'll do it in the AC. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, it's too hot in this room so right now. So hot. We are literally like going back to the old days right now. Like, oh my god. At least not, it's not under a blanket. Oh my god. We did that once, and I was like, never again. again. That was terrible. <laughs> I live on. Hopefully, it's like it's ten forty nine at night. Um, cause we got back from the movie like an hour ago, we ate food yeah. and then we turned on the mic. Um, so let's, let's get into it. Thor, love and thunder. For Thor, as I've been thinking of it. For Thor. Thor. Oh my God. <laughs> you and your like combo <laughs> names of things. Thor. <laughs> With a U. Um, I don't even have to give stats. It came out today. Today is July 8th, 2022. Uh, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Thor, Jane Foster. I was gonna say Jane Foster as Jane Foster. Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. Uh, Taika Waititi as Korg. Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Christian Bale as the God Butcher, and Russell Crowe as Zeus. Yeah, and that's that's really the cast. They kept it's a it tight. Stacked cast. Though. It's stacked. They kept it really tight. A lot of fun cameos. Unfortunately, no. Tom Hiddleston. No Tom Hiddleston. I owe Sabrina a drink now. You do. You do. And I, and I brought you a bottle of wine already. That's true. So I feel yeah. like... I owe you a nice drink now. Yeah. Um, um. But anyway, uh, basically, so we did our like Thor trailer review not too long ago, mm-hmm. and we basically figured that this was a journey of self-discovery for mm-hmm. Thor. Um and it kind of was that. Mm-hmm. Kind of was that. A little bit. There was some stuff that was, like, awesome. Some stuff that was, for me, kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if so much of that was just because, like, we built it up so much in our heads. Yeah. Like, I was so excited for this movie. And I thought it was going to be, like, the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, Taika Waititi has proven himself to be really good at filming Thor. Right. Um, and doing Thor. So I was like, yes, this is going to be amazing. We're going to we're gonna get a beautiful continuation of Thor's story. I don't, I don't think it was that. Yeah, I will say, so this was, of the MCU, and I'd, I'd have to, like, sit and think about a ranking again but right now like Ragnarok is still my favorite MCU movie yes and this one was not the rip roar and good time of Ragnarok 
And I think it suffered from the overhype. I mean, like, everyone involved in the Marvel machine wanted us to believe that, like, this is Ragnarok 2, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not bad. No. I did enjoy this movie. I liked this movie. It was a good time. Um, I think it was better than some of the recent slate we've seen. Like, it was better than Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, Sabrina's making a face. Better than Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, I think on par with Doctor Strange, but not necessarily better. Okay, yeah. I think the thing that I will say that I enjoyed about this movie is that it wasn't a big, like, what's next? Like, it wasn't trying to set anything up. Absolutely. It was just being a Thor movie. Like, there wasn't, like, some sort of overarching Marvel Mm -hmm. plot happening. Like, like we, we saw Celestials at some point, but, like, not... That's what those were called. I kept thinking... I knew they I know, weren't I Eternals. Eternals. I, I just all that came to my head. Because I looked at you and I was like, were those Eternals? And then I was like, no, that's not what they're called. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, think that was the beauty of it. Like, it had those, like, moments of, mm-hmm. like, yes, this is an interconnected story among, right. like, larger stories that it's all in the same universe. Mm-hmm. However, there wasn't... All of this obnoxious, like, overlap of this and that and yeah. that and this. And, like, oh, Thor, Thor Love and Thunder is actually setting up the next thing and, right. like, this, the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. And for a lot of, like, all intents and purposes, uh, I thought this was a really good closing chapter. Until. Until <laughs> the ending. Yeah. Yeah. The other good thing that we very much appreciate is the Guardians were in this for like 30 minutes, 20 minutes. If you saw them in the trailer, you saw them in the movie. That's, I... Thank God. Yeah. I was really, really glad that they weren't sticking around for an entire Thor movie. Because I thought that was going to be the setup overlap. Yeah. I think longtime listeners will know. And I know that there's not a lot of you. Um, (laughs) There's maybe like three of you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's if you actually listen to everything. Yeah. Um, However... We don't like the Guardians. I mean, like, we think that they're fine. Mm -hmm. Like, they're funny. The movies, I think, are really good, like, crowd movies. Yeah. But the... And, like, they are good ensemble movies. Like, Mm -hmm. they they do really well at having a lot of characters Mm -hmm. um, at once and, like, letting you get to know each of them. And that... that, I I think they're, like, well-made movies. I just don't care. Yeah, that's Like, they, they don't give me the same energy that mm-hmm. a lot of the other ones do. I think that, like, as fun as they are and as cool as they are, it's like something is missing from those movies. And now in particular, because I hate Chris Pratt. Yeah. Maybe hate is a strong word, but I also, like, but also I hate him. <laughs> um, Like, he just kind of ruins it a little bit for me. It is a bummer. It is a bummer to see... It- the vehicle for his face. Yeah. Like, he's Star-Lord. You can't even, like, kind of shunt him off to the background. And his sideburns were so stupid. (laughs) I, like, saw the sideburns, and I was like... And I think what made them so stupid... I'm sorry, this is such a tangent. (laughs) Is that, like, he had a beard. Mm. But you could still tell he had these, like, huge sideburns. Because they were, like, grown out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So is he, like... Shaving his beard but stopping right at the sideburn <laughs> so that it doesn't, it, you can always tell he has sideburns. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it looked stupid. Yeah. Maybe that's because, again, I think Chris Pratt is stupid. Anyway, <laughs> I I feel like, okay, words, hold on. I think that this wasn't Taika Waititi's best. That's fair. I mean, he had a lot to live up to with Ragnarok, not mm-hmm. gonna deny I haven't seen a ton else of his. I think I've only seen, like, Things We Do in the Dark. Like, it's just those two. Shadows. Shadows, thank you. Um, But, yeah, I think it was not... It it was the the pressure of the sequel. Yeah, I mean... Or not Things We... What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do Uh, in the Shadows, I've seen uh, Our Flag Means Death is something Oh, I forgot he did that. Yeah. Man. I mean, he's not, like, the writer or the creator, I think. Or maybe he writes a little bit. I'm not sure. But, like, he's definitely the producer. I'll Google it. Um, but, you know, like, I think that Taika Waititi has, like, really great sense of humor, and, like, the humor of these movies were great. Like, the the humor of Thor, Love, and Thunder was great. I thought, we were often laughing when nobody else in the theater was Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. It was funny. Our theater was quiet, and I was like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, that was a joke. Let's (laughs) laugh at the joke. Um, 
But I think like, okay, something that bothered me was the the motif of Korg's storytelling. Oh, really? I, I don't know why I hated it so much, <laughs> but I did. Um, and I... I didn't enjoy, so we got some cool cameos, but I was upset that they stayed cameos. Mm. Real quick, uh, written by Taika Waititi and Jennifer Caton Robinson. It's nice. only two on Wikipedia. Nice. Um, like, we get we get a cool cameo from Sif, and I was really excited because I love yes. Sif, and she hasn't been in the movies I for a while. I also thought she died, so it was really nice to see her again. Yeah, well, because she wasn't part of the, like, she wasn't on the on planet when Hela attacked. Destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Um... We've not seen her post-snap. I haven't even heard her mentioned. Yeah. So I thought she died. So it was really exciting to see her. And she pops up being like, Thor, we need your help. Like, come, right. come. And it's like a, a distress signal that the Guardians get. And it's like, yes, oh my god, we're going to get Sif. And then mm-hmm. she, we get to the planet where Sif is at. Um, and Thor has, you know... Thor, Thor is so weird in this movie, honestly. <laughs> this um, was the strangest Thor we've seen. I like... Yeah introspective thor i don't know it's the more mature one that we've gotten i think i don't even think that's true really i don't even think that's true Mm. um but we we find sif she's her arm has been cut off but that doesn't make her less badass um and they like make a joke while she's like like it's almost like she's dying Mm -hmm. and they make a joke about how like Oh, I want to die on the field because I want to go to Valhalla. And Thor's mm-hmm. like, "Well, you're not technically you survived the battle, so you're not going to go to Valhalla." Right. And she's like, "Oh no, that sucks!" Like she's like really disappointed. And then they make it back to Asgard, mm-hmm. um, where Thor fights the shadow monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we don't see Sif again. We really don't. They wrote her. They just wrote her completely, completely out. Completely out of the movie. And I don't know just if that's because the actress didn't have the time, the, time, the commitment, whatever. But part of me was like, then don't put her in the movie at all. <laughs> like, what what was she doing there mm-hmm. that literally any no-named character could have been? Yeah. You know? Right. Um, and if we're circling back to the maturity of Thor in this movie. Okay, yeah. The characterization of Thor in this movie. I think... I think what my biggest disappointment is, right, is that I loved, loved the characterization of Thor in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it was great to kind of give him that himbo energy. Right. Um, I think it was great to have him on that journey. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like he was really on a journey of self-discovery in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he gets to the point where he can, like, the line, what are you the god of again? Mm-hmm. And he just like comes down with lightning. With lightning. And he doesn't need the, mm-hmm. the the Mjolnir. Mjolnir. He doesn't need anything. He just needs himself. Like he is the god of mm-hmm. thunder, not the hammer. Him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, we have some backtracking in Endgame and right. Infinity War because trauma, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are reasons. I get it. I didn't like it, but I get it. And he goes and he make he makes Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. Fine. He needs that moment in Endgame of, like, getting the hammer again and realizing he's still worthy. He needs that, and I get it. Understand. Right. Um, I just wish that this movie didn't focus so much on how, like, he missed Mjolnir. How, like, Stormbreaker was, like, the center of his power, kind of, in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, it just felt like further regression that's fair um so the way Mjolnir came back is I mean I think you called it in in our trailer episode of the arc that they went with for Jane who I didn't realize her Thor name was Mighty Thor um I think they're all the Mighty Thor though oh that makes sense uh I I guess they just differentiated for this for the sake of this movie um but Jane has cancer Yes. And she has, uh, she becomes Thor when she has Hulda Mjolnir, and Mjolnir, she has powers, but he's sucking out her life force, like speeding along her 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 illness, her cancer. Yeah. And in the in the comics, it's actually that like every time, like she goes through chemotherapy, and even if it's working, every time she uses Mjolnir it, like, actually erases the effects of her chemo. Uh, so I think they made a slight change for right. it, and I think it makes more sense, the way that yeah. they're doing it. Right. They did it in the movie. 
um, of saying, like, whenever she uses it, it's actually just, like, you know, sucking away all of her energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she's immortal and, like, right. it's, she wasn't built for it. Yeah. So it was nice to see Mjolnir back. And I was, like, I did like seeing Thor, like, he could, like, pick it up one yeah. more time. Like, yeah. that moment he's, like, just had to check. I was, yeah. like, okay, we, I think we all had to, like, just check with him. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it, he did not move on from it much. And then I think this was a very Taika Waititi move. They made the the like analogy of like Thor's being his ex. Yeah. With with um I keep thinking Natalie Portman. Now I get her name right with with Jane yeah. and stuff like that, which is I it was funny. It was a little weird, but I think that's also Taika Waititi's humor. Yeah. They also did some like um retconning here. Mm. where they actually showed us Jane and Thor's relationship and why it ended. Yes. Um, Through a montage and how they kind of just drifted apart because they were both kind of, like, scared of Mm -hmm. losing the other person, so they both pushed each other away. They hid behind their busyness. Yeah, until they finally just... Had to drift apart. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that montage. It added a lot to the relationship that was was not just, like, missing, obviously, but just, like... Just missing from their characters. It sucks that, like, it felt necessary Mm -hmm. because, you know, it feels like they had to waste the time on it. Because if it didn't exist, we'd all be like, Right. What? Why did they love each other that deeply? They didn't know each other that long. Yeah, Yeah. like, it really feels like that. Like, they didn't really spend that much time together. And the montage we found out they spent at least, like, years. Yeah. I would say multiple years together. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels like, okay, well, we understand now, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's kind of like... It also explains why Mjolnir um, responds to Jane. Yeah, I hate... I hate that, though. Really? I hate... Not that I hate... Why? So basically, Thor is like talking to Mjolnir and saying, he talks to like his bro like his and his bro dog and his dog, yeah, <laughs> or like his child, yeah. um, and says like, "I love her. I love Jane so much. Do whatever you can. Like, I need you to always be looking out for Jane." Right. And then the little like symbol glows and it like locks in. Yeah, the hammer takes that as like a a thing. Um, what I hate is knowing something that the characters don't. Oh, as an audience. Right. Like, we know now that that's why. Right. Like, she can pick up Mjolnir. Which, honestly, I hate. You don't like that Jane can pick it up? No, I love that Jane can pick it up. I hate that the only reason Jane can pick it up is because because Thor told it to. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, I I don't know. I assume it's still the worthy thing that, like... I don't know. I feel like it overrides it Mm, to be like... Thor's direction. Because in this scenario... Her picking up the hammer is what is saving her. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I and see becoming what you mean. Thor. Yeah. Like that's it has nothing to do with her worthiness. It's mm. actually the hammer following Thor's directive of keeping Jane safe. That's fair. That's a bummer to think about. And I I hate I hate knowing that mm-hmm. because clearly Thor doesn't realize that he did that. Like he was probably drunk. Yeah, he or was something, really drunk. <laughs> which means that. Jane doesn't know that he made that. Mm-hmm. Like we, like nobody realized. I hate having that like extra piece of information mm-hmm. that the characters don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like it's one thing if like it's something that we know at first and the characters figure and they, out they learn it later mm-hmm. or something. But like I don't know. I just saw that Jesus thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a Jesus thing on the wall. It was here when we moved into the apartment, and we were like, I guess we can't throw it away. So now it lives here now. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's my beef on that. Okay. Um, I had the opposite opinion. Like, okay, well, one, I think we've talked, we know this about me. Whenever I watch a movie, I am, like, in it for the, like, the manipulation. I feel everything the movie wants the audience yeah. to feel. So I thought it was this very sweet moment because mm-hmm. it was just like, you're also in the middle of this montage mm-hmm. and it shows how much they like, they love each other. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the theory that Mjolnir gives her life, but her worthiness gave her her powers. I'm just going to, I'm going to live with that theory. Okay. I, I disagree. But okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe that's the case. Mm. Um, yeah, I, honestly, like, otherwise, I think that the movie was really fun. Like, those were right. my main beefs, really. Like, I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. I liked right. how it was kind of insular, and, like, we could just, you could just watch this movie. You could. It was so nice. Yeah. You didn't have to worry about shit. Yeah, and you weren't, like, thinking about, 
oh, like who, and I know we said this earlier, but like you don't have to think about like how does it connect to Shang-Chi? How does mm-hmm. it connect to Black Panther? How does it connect to uh, Captain Marvel? How does it right. connect to Guardians even? Because like they left. They were gone. So did you think, did, were you not worried about the overarching connection because you thought this was the final chapter? Because I think that, whether I realized it or not, I think that was my expectation of like, this is an yeah. insulated movie because it's done. Well, no. I I thought that they we were setting up a new Thor. Did like, you? Because you thought Jane died. I, yes, but I thought that, like, at some point, I thought that Thor was going to pass on the hammer, so to speak. Oh. Uh. I didn't think that he would be, you know, continuing on his journey as mm-hmm. Thor. I really didn't. I just, I... I honestly thought that Chris Hemsworth was done. Yeah, yeah. But the end of the movie shows that he is not. He's not. Right. So, basically, like, let's talk about the villain. The god killer. God okay. butcher. Played by Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Um, took me a second to realize it was Christian Bale. I still don't know who it was until after the movie. Yeah. Um, which made me feel better about, like, taking... <laughs> Taking a while. No, taking a while. I mean, like, I figured it out within the first scene of him and being, not the first scene, but the first, like, ten minutes of that Mm. exposition of who he was, which, like... (sighs) I liked it. I don't know. Most other Marvel movies don't open like that. Yeah. So I really liked it. Um, Also, just humanizing the villain. Humanizing the villain. I I don't know why I was kind of, I don't know, it's, like, kind of, like, so much exposition in this movie. And yeah. I feel like it was, like, some of it was for, some of it wasn't, mm-hmm. but there was just a lot of explaining. Right. Happening. Yeah, there was a lot um, of Especially in the first, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we basically see the origin story of the God Butcher, who, mm-hmm. you know, he's in the desert, it's him and his daughter, and his daughter dies in the desert, all while he's been praying to his God. Mm-hmm. And saying, I just, I'm not praying for me, I'm praying for her, please right. save us. She dies. Mm-hmm. Then he finds, like, an oasis mm-hmm. where his god has been, like... Living. Living chillin'. and chilling, like, eating fruit mm-hmm. and, like, whatever. And he, like, throws himself into this river, basically. Right. Sees his god and is like, I am your worthy disciple. We have prayed whatever. I'm the last one. Yeah. Um, at least, like, our eternity is in sight. Right. Um and the god, like, laughs at him. And right. And he's like, ha, 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 we're celebrating because we killed the last god butcher. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, was not smart on this god's part because this man just denounced his god, mm-hmm. got the power of the, the, mm-hmm. the god-killing sword. Sword and, spoke to him. And became the next god butcher and mm-hmm. killed his god. Yeah. Um, and made the vow that he's going to kill every other god mm-hmm. as well. So... It was it was an interesting backstory, mm-hmm. like, and I and honestly I can sympathize, right? Like it made sense. Like, it was a long drawn out scene, yeah. But like, and they could have done it very easily. Of like, my daughter died. I met the god. He laughed in my face, yeah. kind of a thing. Um, but, but I, I think they I also really wanted us it. to meet the daughter. Of course, we had to meet the daughter, and I think just like the harshness of the god, the like yeah. flippancy, yeah. Seeing that is was a lot. Not to bring up the magicians. But I feel like I feel like a lot of media I've consumed, not a lot, I guess it's like the magi- magicians in this, but I, I think like it's kind of more of a trend now that God characters mm-hmm. are um, disappointing. Because that was mm-hmm. a big thing in the magicians is that like they met gods and the gods sucked. Like right. they actually were terrible and they didn't care about people and they didn't, they, they just lived off of the mercy of their own whims and right. this whole thing. And I I mean, I guess if you also are talking about, like, you know, the Percy Jackson series, which is right. on a lot of people's brains now, like, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the gods are not painted in the best light right. there either. Um, but it's, like, one of those things. Like, I think that's a more popular way to portray the gods is in this like very flippant way of like Mm -hmm. i don't care about my followers as long as i have them right yeah um which in a way is like kind of an interesting um allegory for fame Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i just don't think that they really did anything with that in this movie like of actually having an allegory for fame in any way right um I also think that that's actually never mind. I have another beef. I just don't think that this movie was like te- 
telling a story. Like, it was yeah. telling a story, but, like, what was the point? Like, mm-hmm. what was the lesson learned at the end of the day? Like, yeah. I mean, choose love, but that's an easy one, you know? Ugh. Like, that one was just, like, meh. That was my big gripe was the... And I this is, I think, just the fallacy of any story that starts dealing with um, higher beings, be mm-hmm. they mythical or gods. Because, like, one of the big... Like, I can't imagine how much money Marvel spent on this scene, but they go to, like, the pantheon, pretty much, of the gods. So the gods live in this city, like, choose your religion, choose a mythology or belief system, and apparently they all hang out here. If Um, you worship dumplings... It's there, Bow is there. Uh, That was weird. It was cute, but it was weird. It was, like, kind of, like, anime-ish, you know? Yeah, like, like, like you'd see this on, like, a clip art menu. Yeah. (laughs) In a way, it, like, kind of felt... I don't know, not, dehumanizing is not the word that I want to say, um, but something in that realm of like... Condescending? Condescending, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then they started, because Thor wants help to get these, and he's like, you know who's going to care about this? Gods. And for, again, the fallacy is just like, when you start messing and you start invoking these higher powers, mm-hmm. you're getting into the like... Some really deep questions of, like, mm-hmm. why haven't the gods stepped in? What is the point of view? Can gods die? Blah, 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 blah. And the one thing I didn't like, and I think the whole thing was just, like, a ha-ha. Like, the whole scene was, like, just a joke. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. I don't think if the gods were real and lived in a city on a cloud, mm-hmm. Zeus would be their ruler. There are older belief systems. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially, and I, th- I think like that was also the point of meeting him and seeing how like callous and lackadaisical he's gotten with his power and his time. Um, but yeah. it was just one of those things they started introducing all of these things, and like the other thing that I think about a lot of like, so Thor is technically to Earth, he is an alien. So like the idea is the Asgardians landed and uh, ancient Norwegian, yeah. Nordic. Norse. Norse. I couldn't think of a word. Ancient people thought these aliens were gods, and that's why. And they're like, to them, they're just like people with powers. Mm -hmm. So then once you get into like other planets, and then like, oh, this planet has gods. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, what? Now you're just like, this is a whole belief system you're introducing to these aliens. And now I'm, I don't, I can't think, I can't follow this train of thought because it won't go anywhere pleasant. Or make anywhere that makes sense. But, like, once they introduced the Pantheon, I was like, okay, now I really have to turn off my brain. Yeah, I mean, I kind of understood it as, like, the. I mean, yeah, there are gods. And if, yeah. like, the gods are real, then they're real. Like, right. Um, and y- that makes them killable, but in the instances where the gods were actually actively a part of the communities that they were helping. Right. When they died, yes, they caused chaos. Right. I feel like what works about Zeus being the leader of the gods on in in the city mm-hmm. um, is that. I mean, I can't. I I don't. I don't. I didn't recognize all of the gods that were there, but mm-hmm. I feel like these are gods who have abandoned their people. Oh, that's an interesting way to think of it. You know, like right. they are no longer caring about mm-hmm. going back to their planets. I see. And right. helping their people. Right. But they still are relevant enough that people think of, of them. Of who they are. Right. Yeah. I see what you mean. Um, so Zeus, listen, um, Zeus strike me down. <laughs> but I think he's a dick in like every version of I myth. Am- I think that's hilarious that, like, like this dude sucks. He yeah. universally sucks. Like, Which, true, if you go back and read mythology, dude sucks. Zeus is, like, not a great character. Zeus is, like, he sucks in Percy Jackson. He sucks in Lore <laughs> Olympus. He sucks in Marvel. He sucks in everything. Yeah. Because he's the worst. Yeah. He has all the power in the world and everyone tells him he so. He even sucks in the... Katie Robert erotic retelling of <laughs> the Olympians. Like, yeah. he even sucks. Yeah. And that, and the way that the work is there is that they pass the title on of Zeus. So, oh. like, every version of Zeus sucks. Right, right. He just sucks. Yeah. So, like, 
it's just him. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me that he would lead, and like it would make it also makes sense to me that like he's a dick. Right. Yeah. Also, I've said this a bunch of times to Lily at this point. <laughs> he sounds like my dad. Who played him? Russell Crowe played him, <laughs> and they they really leaned into like this is a Greek god, so we're gonna give him a Greek accent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, makes sense. Yeah kind of love that like that yeah. touch of yeah being it's like, why are we gonna make him sound british yeah we were talking about that because like a lot of people who do that for zeus it doesn't make any sense he wouldn't yeah. sound like that like why would he sound british right he's the greek empire mm-hmm. he's greek um and uh we also find out that thor like really looked up to i um, love that zeus. touch and the way that uh, hemsworth portrayed it of just like this his, is my hero yeah the running theme is like don't meet your hero it's not even a running theme. Not even a theme. It's that. mentioned. It's yeah. mentioned twice. Um, but I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um, and it, it's definitely... I feel like it's just so reflective because Thor is there to try and help his people mm-hmm. and other gods who are at the mercy of the god butcher. Right. Um, and so he's there making his plea, like, please help us. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to destroy the god butcher. Um, we don't think that, like, he, like, we think that he can enact his plan, like, we, yeah, we he's a stop real him. threat. Like, he's a real threat. And they all laugh at him, and mm-hmm. Zeus is like, you know, before, I would have let you go, but now, I'm not gonna let you go, because you know where this place is, and if you're after the God Butcher, he, can, you can bring him here, and right. we're not. And, like, Zeus is, like, acting like, oh, it's no big deal, it's no big deal, but clearly he is scared right. of the God Butcher, mm-hmm. and that's why they don't leave. Mm-hmm. The city. Mm-hmm. Right. they don't want to die. Right. Because they... the safe. The sword is really the only thing that can get them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Other side fact about the sword. Um, up until the end... The final fight, I thought this was the sword Jon Snow had in, at the end of Eternals. Oh. Interesting. Uh, I really did think it was that one, and, yeah. the, and, then, it, and then it got crumbled <laughs> to dust. Well, yeah. No. I mean, like, that's a different sword, a different yeah. character, different whole yeah, backstory. Yeah. Other thing. But, yeah. Um... Yeah, I just, I think that that whole scene was very interesting, and mm-hmm. I I loved when Zeus struck down Korg, and Thor thought he, Korg was dead. We all, I absolutely thought Korg oh, died. Oh, yeah. I really thought he died. 1,000%. Thought he was dead. Um, he was not dead, spoiler alert. <laughs> but in that moment, we think he's dead, and when Zeus goes, you're next, and throws the thunderbolt mm-hmm. at Thor, and Thor just catches, catches it, it and swings it right back to Zeus. Mm-hmm. That was so sick. That was so cool. I was so happy for Thor. I was so excited. Like I like, oh, it was such a beautiful moment. And I mm-hmm. thought it was like him like taking that power and mm-hmm. like and it ended up not really being that. And I was kind of annoyed, but right. whatever. Right. Um uh and then um Thor kills Zeus, so we thought. Mm-hmm. Um they take the Thunderbolt. And they leave. They escape. They really like, did. They just got out of there. I I thought I would hate the goats more. I actually ended up liking them a lot. I mean, As, I think we could. We would have hated the goats more if they did any more screaming. Yes. Yeah. They had the perfect amount of screen yeah. time. But I like they must have like screen test. Screen test. <laughs> I mean, I think they screen test all of the movies, but like yeah. Uh, they, they, I, I can only imagine that there was more. Yeah, question of like more or less goat, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone was like less goat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until it was the perfect amount of goat, <laughs> um, or goat screaming in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that the goats were kind of like revenge, quite frankly, because <laughs> Thor destroys a planet's temple, mm-hmm. and the people are like thanking you for ending the war that we thought would never be over. Please take these goats, which we give to everybody, actually. Yep. <laughs> um, also, no takesy backsies. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, they said no backsies mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, ran. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was, like, that was literally hilarious. hysterical. <laughs> um, and I remember I was like, did he really just say no takesy backsies? Like, <laughs> loved it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, the goats were, you know, they, they could have been really bad. Mm-hmm. They could have been a really bad decision. And they thankfully weren't. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... You know, they, like, they escape, whatever. It's, there's a moment between Thor and Jane, and they kiss, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, like, we're, like, let's yeah do the rest of our lives together, and yeah. Jane, like, blurts out the fact that she's 
dying. Has, she's dying and she has cancer and like there's like okay but I want to spend the rest of my time with you mm-hmm. and it's like supposed to be like a cute little like cute moment and right and like I kind of don't care like I kind of <laughs> like I kind of don't care about the relationship anymore like yeah, I don't know it's been like bad. it's been like almost like 10 years I feel like since we've seen them last that's probably fair that's that feels right like yeah I mean maybe not uh, well, 2012 was it maybe not 2012 but like 2014 or something yeah like, whenever dark world came out yeah oh, so man. it just it feels like I don't care quite right. frankly um and it was hard to get me to care right I think like it was cute whatever they're cute like you cared you wanted them to be happy yeah and I really liked I really liked watching Jane. I loved watching Jane. Natalie Portman got her due this movie. She really did. I was really and happy I, for her. I totally understand why she signed on for this movie. Because, Absolutely. Like, she got to be badass. She got mm-hmm. to be awesome. Like she got to have complexity. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we see her. We see that people have fans. Like she mm-hmm. has fans of her. Um, she's written a book. Yeah. She's one of the she's top got a theory. She's one of the top scientists. Mm-hmm. Like in her field, it's incredible to see her like in action mm-hmm. as a character um and I, I like i was just having such a fun time watching yeah. her be the mighty thor yeah um but natalie portman like i don't know having the crux of it ultimately like ultimately i think i'm just at the end disappointed that she once again not once again but like she just got fridged yeah i you did kind of she did get fridged like for plot and for thor's man pain man pain but also was her own decision to go back, which I think is rare in a, a fridging, fridging situation. I don't... I, the thing is, is that I think the only thing that makes something fridging is if the woman dies mm-hmm. for the sake of a male character. Mm. And I think that's what this was. She died for the sake of Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and like, like the kids, but yeah. yeah, and like the way that she died was noble, and right. she died protecting the kids that the God Butcher had kidnapped, yeah. um, as like leverage for Thor to get the get Stormbreaker because Stormbreaker controls the Rainbow Bridge, and right. that's the one thing that the God Butcher needs to reach eternity. To grant him a wish. Yeah, the center of the universe. The center of the I universe. didn't realize Stormbreaker had taken on he- Heimdall's sword powers. I didn't realize that either. I feel like I feel like we should have known that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they used that in, yeah. in um, Infinity War. Yeah, that but, would make sense. I just never put it together. Yeah. Um, I think probably, if, if that's the case, right? He has Stormbreaker. Why did they not use the Rainbow Bridge to go to Thanos? Yeah. Why did they take a ship? Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. Maybe he, who knows, but probably. Maybe he didn't know how to harness it at that point. Yeah, because the idea, he also apparently isn't very good at, like, transporting things. I don't know. Plot device. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Thor's, a side side note, I did like that Jane could utilize shattered Mjolnir. Like, whenever yeah. she would send the pieces out as, like, a part of an that attack. That was so cool. I liked that a lot. That was really good. I think the first time that happened, I was like, oh, no. Like, right. I thought that it was broken again. I was like, what yeah. happened? And then, yeah. like, you see that it was actually, like, a strategy. Yeah. So good. It's really good. So good. Very clever. Yeah. Um, I also like the relationship between jane and valkyrie in this like yeah. you see that they like clearly have formed a bond that mm-hmm. they're like have kind of their own sisterhood happening here mm-hmm. um which was really enjoyable i just wish that we had like more time of them like one-on-one mm-hmm. we had like one scene and it was great but like right i wish there was like more of mm-hmm. the two of them and like fleshing out their friendship right um but yeah it, it was a little eh. um mm-hmm. But, like, okay, but also speaking of, like, the kids and everything, um, when they finally make it to the Shadow Realm and figure out that what the God Butcher needs is mm-hmm. um, Stormbreaker. Right. Uh, because he needs to use he's the Rainbow the Bridge. He's use the Bifrost. Um, Jane, being the brilliant woman that she is, mm-hmm. and I think this is the crux of, like, why I hate this whole, the whole, like, backdrop of the, like, hammer versus the axe versus blah, 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 the thunderbolt and all of this, like, drama happening between Thor and his weapon. Mm. Um, that um, the God Butcher is, well, Jane the chucks Stormbreaker into, far away. yeah, far away. Um, and obviously only Thor can call the mm-hmm. call Stormbreaker back. 
Um, and the God Butcher is, you know, uh, has basically trapped all of them, Valkyrie, Jane, and Thor, mm-hmm. and is trying to conv- trying to coerce Thor into bring, calling the axe. And he keeps saying, call the axe, call the axe. And he's like strangling mm-hmm. Jane, strangling uh, Valkyrie, and it's a whole thing. And I think this is ultimately why I, like, what was the point of Ragnarok? <laughs> what was the point of finding out that Thor doesn't need a hammer, mm-hmm. doesn't need a tool right. to harness lightning, mm-hmm. just for him to need to call the axe to him in this moment. Why could he not just harness lightning in that moment right, right. from his body mm-hmm. to deal with it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I get it. It was plot. Like, it was right. just plot. Like, that's literally what was happening right. here. But it was so frustrating to me because, like, uh, what was the point? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was the point of Ragnarok if the whole thing is just going to be erased? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Erased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Like, just use your powers that you know that you have, Thor. Mm-hmm. And don't rely on your tools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. You are not the god of hammers. You are not the <laughs> god of axes. You are the god of thunder. Mm-hmm. Use it. <laughs> I so even thought about that. I was so mad. Right. Because when I saw the lightning starting to, like, crackle in his, in his hand, I didn't think that he, like, I knew it was going to be Stormbreaker. Like, I knew just For the device, the, the plot. The plot device of it. But I was like, maybe not, though. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. maybe not. And then it was. And I was like, oh, you're so stupid. Yeah. I forgot about that. No, it just made, it made me mad. That's made fair. Mad. Uh, the other thing, just tech, on a technical note, the black and white planet scene I thought was gorgeous. Oh, I thought yeah. they did such the a realm. really good job at the Shadow Realm. Because, like, at one point Thor mentions, like, it's such a dark place, even color is scared to go. Um, and, like, they cross, once they get to the destination, which also, I took me a second to realize, they crashed into the planet because the Rainbow Bridge disappeared. Like, yeah. it was scared to go. Anyways. Um, but, to, like, cinematically, everything was black and white. Uh, at one point, Jane lights up the hammer and, mm-hmm. like, the hammer is blue and, like, wherever the, like, little shadow goes turns into color. Like, her yeah. cape was red. So I thought that was just really cool to look at. Yeah. I enjoyed that. It was it was kind of gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the cinematography of this oh, movie. Oh, the cinematography is good. The cinematography and the directing was, was really en- yeah. enjoyable. It was that, were like, same director and stuff. So it was, yeah. like, very Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a side note <laughs> for the Shadow Realm. Second side note, I hated Thor's costume. He stayed in it for way longer than I was expecting. I hated the, like, bright blue of it. Like, I I don't know why I hated it so much. I just (laughs) thought it looked so stupid. Mm, It looked so silly. I didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like I should have, but I hated it. Mm. And I was, like, right next to Jane, too. Like, Jane looked sick. Right, yeah. I liked the costume they gave Jane a lot. And Thor looked stupid <laughs> dorky i again i'm surprised he was in it for as long as he was yeah whatever yeah but <clears throat> climax of the film we're at the end yeah final fight final fight um you know the obviously god butcher gets not mjolnir gets stormbreaker mm-hmm um because thor is like let's go home and Mm -hmm. he reaches in and grabs it didn't know you could do Um, that because they're trying to rush home because valkyrie got stabbed and i thought she died i absolutely thought she died fully thought she was dead oh my god she got stabbed with the the... lightning bolt zeus's lightning bolt so i was which we saw take out zeus she's dead dead yeah for sure but she wasn't, thank God, yeah. because I would have been really pissed. Absolutely. Um, uh, completely. I would have been so mad. Um, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> but she didn't die, thank God. But they take her back to Asgard, um, and they land on Asgard, no Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. So they have to figure out a way to go. But at the same time, they um, uh, Jane has like lost the power of Thor in the trip. Like she's reaching for the hammer. She's clearly sick. Like re- right. And the next scene is there in the hospital. Hospital, and the doctor is like, "I'm so sorry, but like, there's just something in her body that is not fighting this cancer. Like, mm-hmm. We cannot do anything about it. She's just not there. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, 
And Thor's like, it's the hammer. Like, and, and says to her, like, I want you to survive this. I want right. you to have the energy to fight this so you can't come with me. Right. Which is what I thought was going to be the perfect opportunity to get Sif back into the fight. I thought it was going to be like, okay, well, like, don't go by yourself. Sif is right here. Right, right. I thought that was going to happen. Right. Did not happen. No. Again. Written out. So annoying. Completely written out. I, it has to be, like, the actress at that point. Mm -hmm. But also, like, it wouldn't have made sense for the plot later if she was there or whatever. Right. We get to the center of the universe, or, like, the portal to take them to the center of the universe, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Find the kids are there, mm-hmm. which like cool. Like I just feel like they could, like they were so unnecessary. They were unnecessary. They had a fun little scene. Like I'm happy for everyone. Like it fit. I no point in time was I worried for these damn kids. No, they every single one of them was going to be okay. Maybe yeah. one of them might have gotten like a broken arm or like yeah. a a scene where like they get yeah. scratched on the face and go ah. But what, the kids were fine. But honestly, what I really I did really love actually though that. Um, Because I was so confused. Like, we were sitting in this theater, and I was like, what is Thor doing right now? Mm. Because Thor was like, okay, like, this is going to be my army, and, like, everyone go grab a weapon. And I was like, like, is Thor, honestly, he's like, he's going to send these kids into battle. Like, he's like, who has battle experience? Nobody. Right, they're children. what is going on? Um, I'm very concerned. I'm very confused. And then he has them all pick up something that they can hold. Mm -hmm. And he temporarily gives them all the power of Thor. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked that moment. It was it was good. I thought that was so good. That was very good. I liked seeing him utilize the thing that was initially in the very first Thor movie, kind of his downfall. Mm, mm-hmm. Like like right. his punishment. Right. But now he's utilizing that and, you know, empowering other mm-hmm. people with it in yeah. a way. Yeah. Um and then the kids fight and it's great. Yeah. They all go home. Yeah. I it did get me when Heimdall's kid was able to use right. Heimdall's powers. Heimdall's kid is in this. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Okay, we didn't... Okay, honestly, we're going to get into it right now. Because, okay. like, let's just do it. I feel like we have never been introduced to this child. I don't remember learning a single thing about Heimdall's past. And now I'm, like, really concerned that, like, <laughs> either I just don't remember this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I got blindsided because I just didn't remember it. Or, like, they just decided that he had a kid in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, either way, fine, whatever. Right, I love learning about Heimdall's past. Yeah, so sure. we, the first time we realize that this is Heimdall's kid um, is when he like kind of astral projects to Thor. I thought that was a trick. I thought the I thought the villain was doing something for a oh, second yeah, because I, was... I just blanked on everything about what was. The context well, I had that no idea sense. what that was. Like, I didn't know what that was. I was like, I was like, how does this? I was like, is he praying to Thor and like he's just appearing? Like that's kind of uh, what I thought was happening mm-hmm. at first. Um, and then they were like, oh, that's Heimdall's kid. And then okay, like a weird moment happens where Thor goes Astrid, right? And Axel goes. Actually, it's Axel now. Mm-hmm. And Thor goes, no, I'm not going to call you that. Your name is Astrid. You're Astrid because your father gave you a very strong Viking name and it's Mm -hmm. Astrid. And I had that moment in the theater. I was like, Thor, stop dead naming this kid. Like, I was like, is this kid trans? Like, Mm -hmm. what is going on? You picked up on it a lot faster. You picked up on it before I did. I didn't realize that's what that situation was at all. And like, I don't know, like... I'm not sure, like, if maybe back in the day Astrid used to be a gender-neutral name or something, but very much not, that's not the case now. It feels very intentional. So I was kind, like, I was kind of confused at first. I was like, so is this kid trans? Like, I'm not, I'm not sure. And if that's the case, like, why is Thor being so weird about the name? Like, why, why make this joke? Like, why Mm. have this be part of the story? Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Um... It just doesn't, like, come off well, and it feels like almost making a joke at a trans person's expense. Um, and, it, like, it felt it felt weird, and I didn't like it. Mm. He does yeah. call the kid Axel for the rest of the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, after this, like, moment, because, like, yeah, obviously, like, they need his help and whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, like, the thing is, is, like, it wasn't even that he wasn't calling him, like, a boy mm-hmm. or, like, Heimdall's son or whatever right. was just that he didn't want to call him a new name a new name um which was like weird I don't know it was like it was just such a strange scene yeah. that I felt like wasn't necessary I think they could have done it differently I also wonder like would it they could have done it differently either way but would it have made 
more sense if we had some background for Heimdall's kid. Yeah. You know, like if this, if it didn't feel like this is the first time we were meeting this kid, would this have helped? Like what, I don't would know. we have gotten more of footwork? I don't Not know. footwork. More of um, a foothold of what was happening? I don't know. I just like, it felt, it, it, it just felt like a bad joke. Mm-hmm. And like, he could have said Astrid and then been like, actually I'm going by Axel now. And like, why couldn't Thor have just been like, okay, Axel, like... Mm-hmm. Why did it have to be a joke about him? Like, no, your father gave you a very strong Viking name. Okay, like, who cares? Mm. Like, ugh, move on. Um, and it was like a few seconds, but it just like, it, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved Axel. I think he yeah, I it was, think a great, it was kid. great. Like, he was bringing Thor to the kids. So Thor, the kid, like, give them like, mm-hmm. pep talks and comf- comfort them. And, mm-hmm. um, and in the final battle, when Thor finally... Well, I mean, like, he doesn't really. When Stormbreaker is finally free of, like, the shadow creature's hold right. that, like, the uh, God Butcher controls, because the uh, portal was open, so they right. didn't need to hold it anymore, Thor chucks Stormbreaker mm-hmm. at Axel to, and, like, puts him in charge of getting them all home. Right. Like, I, I liked that. Like, I giving really him liked that, that like, little hero, the the hero, hero moment. Hero moment. Hero moment, also, like, uh, reminiscent of his father. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I said earlier, it was a great kid. I meant, like, it was a great moment. He yeah. was a great kid. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, it was just, it was nice. Um, but, clearly, portal was open. Yeah. Portal's open. God Butcher goes through. Which, I didn't like that cut, because the one moment we see, like, the sword, the sword shatters... Jane gets rid of it, like the hammer, Mjolnir does its thing, and we see him like collapse on the ground, and the next moment he's crawling through the door, and I'm like, I thought you were weak as hell! Yeah, well... How'd we get here? Yeah, so this is the, this is also Jane's moment of sacrifice, where, um... Last of her energy. Yeah, she, she can tell from Earth that Thor is getting beat. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she... Like, Mjolnir is literally, like, just... It's just hovering by her her bed. bed. (laughs) And she takes it, and she grabs a Pegasus, and she flies Mm -hmm. to Thor. Um, Which, like, that was quick. Yeah. Regardless. Movie match. That was whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, it was, but I think there's just one Pegasus. Yeah, and it can't fit Also, actually, no, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. They did discuss that, like, Pegasus can't fit them all. Yeah. Um, No, I just thought there was more Pegasus in Endgame. Pegasi? Probably. I just don't remember. Yeah. Um, regardless. She comes in and Thor is just devastated. Yeah, he knows seeing what this means. Him, seeing her. And she's like, I had to. Like, mm-hmm. I had to. So Thor gets God Butcher, like, traps him in a way that, like, has the, the sword out. Right. Jane breaks the sword. Sword is still alive, though. Right. And I, so here's... Well, and I was kind of confused. I was like, okay, so, like, I guess she collapsed Mjolnir mm-hmm. and then collected bits of the sword in Mjolnir. Yeah. And I thought that was going to poison her. Right. I, w- I did wonder what was happening in that second. And then... And then she, like, lightnings. channels lightning, strikes Mjolnir to the ground, mm-hmm. and, like... That is like kind of her final blow. Like yeah, she, like the like power can't... bump yeah. destroys the sword officially. Yeah. I honestly thought that Mjolnir was destroyed in that moment. I thought so too. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be the final blow for every party involved. Yeah. Twas not. Nope. Twas not. Um, we're on the other side now because while Thor is freaking out about Jane, right? He's collapsed. coming through. But then all of a sudden, all of them are in the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. Also at the center of the universe is um, the Watcher. You called that immediately. I didn't realize. I thought it was an eternal or, or whatever. Oh my God. I thought you were like agreeing with me. No. Because I looked at you and I was like, the Watcher. As soon as you said it, I realized that's what it was. But when I saw the outline, I thought it was a celestial. Oh, that's the, it had the Yeah, I know. You called it. Gotta be. It's gotta be. Plus the, the, the like, universe? plus the... Like, the star stuff that was happening in him, like, I feel like it was just very, like, he looked like the universe, you know? Yes. I know. I saw the shape of the helmet, and that's why I thought it was uh, a celestial. No. But it, is, it was definitely the Watcher. Um, and there's this whole moment where Thor basically convinces the God Butcher, don't wish for our death. Right. 
Like, you are in it for love. Like, she's right. Wish for your daughter back. Which makes sense. Because the other thing, like, obviously, so the sword corrupts the soul. Yeah. Um, so once he was away from that influence, he could think a little Clearly, bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he wishes for his daughter back. Mm-hmm. Thor is with Jane. Which, this was not how I thought the movie was going to end. I thought the movie was going to end of the bad guy died, but Thor gets to make his one wish and Jane gets better. I did too, mm-hmm. honestly. I really thought that, like, that was... And and I had a moment where, you know, the God Butcher was like, I'm dying, she's going to be alone. Mm-hmm. And um, Jane is like, she won't be alone. Right. Because she's just telling Thor, this is going to be your kid now. Yeah, you have a kid now. Um, (laughs) You're going to watch her. But I thought that moment was actually going to be him being like, I will meet my daughter. You will, like, have your happy life. Like, I thought maybe the God Butcher was going to just, like, save Jane in that last Uh, moment. Oh, I see. Of being like, I'm dying, so I'm going to see my daughter soon. Right. Yeah. Kind of situation. I just thought Jane was, as much as I was watching Jane die, as soon as the, like, one wish was in play, I, f- I really thought Jane was going to survive yeah. it. Up until she I dusted. I thought they were going to use it. I and thought Thor w- got one, too. And she literally dusted. She, she literally dusted. Super dusted. Yeah. Um, d- floated away like... Like Odin Like did. Odin did. And now... And, like, when that happened, I was like, oh, that's why they had to do that scene at In the, the beginning. Play, yeah. they, they did the play. Matt Damon was back. Matt yeah. Damon had more lines later in the movie outside of the play. And I was like, not a good decision. Yeah. I just was like, you're playing with this too much. Yeah, like, you had you had your fun. Yeah. And also, that scene went on for a while. It went on for a They did it time. for the cameos. Um, Which Melissa McCarthy. Was hella. And it was hilarious. A, it was fun, but like, boy, they spent a, they spent a while on that. Yeah, and then seeing Matt Damon again later with like lines and being like, "I think we need to like put on entertainment yeah. for the masses," and it was like, "Oh my god, dude, shut yeah. up!" Yeah, how much did you pay to get in this movie? Yeah, like, <laughs> like they were just. I think that was also the discipline of like they were drawing things, drawing out jokes from the first one that people loved, right? And, like, it worked. It was funny. I just, mm-hmm. like, wish that they didn't rely on that too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was, um, the the movie ends and Thor has a child now. Yeah, so Korg at one point mentions that, and, like, in the flashback, it mentions Thor, like, start of, started thinking about having a family. And then mm-hmm. later Korg is like, I think Thor would be a good dad. Yeah. And then we see him with the kids throughout and, like, he's very, like. Good with the kids. He's just great with kids. Yeah. And then he got one, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize we were laying the groundwork for, like, Thor as a dad. I yeah. never considered this. Magic child, uh, like, spontaneous fatherhood mm-hmm. kind of situation. And, like, the end is, like, he takes to it. He loves yeah. it. Yeah, it's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Not mad so about it. So happy that, like, they bond, even. Yeah. Um, and she calls him Uncle Thor. I like that. Which, yeah. Um, and, like, you think that he's sending her off to school? Yeah, I did like that that twist. It was bad. It was very Taika Waititi. And then again, the thing that I was, like, annoyed with is that, like, at this point in the movie, man, realize that your time with Mjolnir is over. But again, he was using Mjolnir and gave the kid Stormbreaker. And I was like, what? I know. Like, so much of this was just, like, why are we harping on, like... It feels like we're at the beginning of Thor's journey again, where we're just, like, back at, like, him feeling that he needs the hammer mm-hmm. to be who he is. Yeah. Which, uh, they were, what obviously, what they wanted was a sense of full-circledness yeah. of, like, Thor has his hammer, and, like, he passed on his most powerful tool to the next yeah. generation. But it did feel like, when he ended the the movie with Mjolnir, I was like, ah. Remember how in Endgame, when Cap had uh, Stormbreaker and... Thor had Mjolnir for a second. And, and then they're like, oh, And right. they swapped because Thor was like, no, 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 you get the little one. Right. <laughs> where, where, where did that energy go? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where did that energy go? Yeah. yeah. I want that energy back. Yeah. It was very annoying. Yeah. It was um, one of those things of, like, if they hadn't spent so much time on, like, how much Thor misses Mjolnir, yeah. it would have been more poetic, mm-hmm. I guess. But, yeah, I was a little disappointed to see, him, see Mjolnir back in yeah. Thor's hands. Kind of annoying. Especially because the, I guess they were trying to make a jokey joke, too, of, like, the little girl has the giant axe, but, like, because oh. <laughs> she could barely hold it. Like, it looks like she could barely hold it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Very annoying. Yeah. Also, she, like, creeps me out. 
You didn't like her? I Okay, like, the thing that creeped me out about her is that, like, when we saw her, we saw her reflection, in which case that she she looked kind of like a galaxy version of Samara from The Ring. Oh. And right. that was, like, that was what her reflection looked like. Right. And when that popped up, I was like, what, what, <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah. And then when we saw it was her, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Right. Okay. Right. Chill. That makes sense. But it, like, freaked me out. Yeah. Fun fact, that is Chris Hemsworth's daughter, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. That's really fun. That's really cute. So cute. Um, Okay, so we are over an hour, but we have to discuss this. Do you feel queer-baited by by Thor? Because in... Yes. My friend told me uh, earlier, and you, you also mentioned it, like, apparently on one of the red carpets, someone asked Natalie Portman, how gay is this movie? And she answered, so gay. And uh, that is another Rude. thing that people were really hyped about this movie, is, like, Taika Waititi's at the helm, uh, Tessa Thompson, which I, I'm not mad about Valkyrie's part in this movie. I think she, she was great. Um, but I think we were all expecting this movie to be a lot more blatantly queer, and we were told to believe this movie be more blatantly queer than it was. This had hints of. It had con- canon references. It, the only thing that I would say is that it canonized Valkyrie being queer. But, but without a very, lover. But in very, like, casual, like, blink-and-you-miss-it ways. Yeah. And again, I think it would have been different if she had finished her journey with a partner or, like prospects of a romantic partner yeah um because again it just kind of talked about like yeah clearly she had um a, a female partner in the past she doesn't have one now and she was she very didn't end much with like, one and she was very much like i just don't know if that's for me mm-hmm. like <sighs> yeah gag Anyway, I um, even after I saw that Natalie Portman, which I I had seen before I saw the movie, had said that of like, oh, it's very gay. I was like, I don't believe you. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why you're saying that, but I don't believe you. I was expecting. I was expecting more. More. Every than single just... piece of queer rep we've ever gotten from Marvel has been either like, blink and you miss it, mm-hmm. or they're the bad guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Eternals was the closest. Eternals was the closest, but like. As much as that made me cry and as much as I loved it, like, it was still, like, slightly blink and you miss it. Like, they did not mm-hmm. focus on Fastos. They like, really did He was such a side character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not... It was the two hot heads. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing we found out, Korg is gay. Well, <laughs> or, like, I think his, his whole entire race... race is, like, I don't think they, they have they... female Korgs. Yeah, actually, that's true. I, I think they... They weren't, they weren't mentioned or yeah. seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they explicitly said that, like, when they make a baby, it comes out a boy. Like he said, and then a little, uh, like, boy comes. Yeah. So there are I, no do, I do love that, Korgs. like, Korg's ultimate partner is called Dwayne. Yes. Uh, they really went for it. They really, they really <laughs> decided to make that joke. So yeah. Dwayne the Rock mm-hmm. is um, Korg's partner in yeah. life. And mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, very funny. <laughs> And then we got two uh, end credit scenes. And this is where I lost my bet. I was convinced because the rules of a Marvel end uh, credit scene. You keep saying that, but I don't think that's true. It is for the last few. Is the first the first credit scene is a toss to the next movie. The second scene is a toss to the greater MCU. I just I really don't think that's true overall. Overall, probably not. But since like I think Shang Chi did that, and that was it. No, Eternals did it. Um, Infinity War and Endgame did it. The Spider-Mans have done it. I would say at least since Homecoming, if not Civil War onwards. Homecoming's end-end credit scene was was Captain America being like, aren't you disappointed? Like, should, like, oh, yeah, that was, that was Homecoming's. I think that sometimes they do it, and but for the most part, like they haven't been doing it. I, I kind of disagree with this, like, rule that you have Uh I'm gonna go back to the archives. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of disagree with it, I, I've gotta say. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was, like, literally, like, five seconds before the first end credit scene, and you were like, five bucks that Loki's gonna be in it. And I was like, ah, no, he's not. Like... Right. Because, again, we it's just, like, the whole point of Loki was all of these, like, yeah. different universes and... um variants and blah, blah blah so i was like tom yeah. hiddleston is gonna walk on the screen i was convinced yeah so the first end credit scene was um zeus is not dead 
Right. And he's kind of talking about Thor and, like, how, like... The audacity. Thor, Thor's the worst and blah, 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 blah. And then he reveals that he's talking to Hercules. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Can't believe I clocked this guy. I was like, I know this man. And I don't know... <laughs> I don't know what he's from... But I, I know this man, and it's some guy from Ted Lasso, and I recognized him off of gift sets alone. Mm-hmm. Which, listen, that's just insane to me. <laughs> um, but, yes. This, so that was that first end credit scene. The second end credit scene, a lot of people were leaving the theater. Honestly, at this point yeah, in your rookies. life. Are you, like, who is seeing this movie and then leaving before the credits end? Mm-hmm. I don't know who. We get a cameo from Heimdall. Yeah. Um, we find out that, uh, we get the confirmation that Jane is in Valhalla. Yeah, which I appreciated. I liked yeah. seeing them both together, and he was like, welcome. Which, like, we could have assumed from the fact that she mm-hmm. turned to god dust. Right. But. It was still nice. It was nice to kind of get that confirmation. What did they do to Idris Elba's hair? Like, what was that wig? Oh, I don't even remember. It was horrific. It was... I, I don't remember, but I was taken. It was there was it a lot was of hair. It was not head. good. Like it looked terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so bad. I was I'm say, sorry. What is Idris Elba doing right? Like, what's his current project that they matter. had to? He's he like, doesn't have, radically alter his hair. I don't but think he, he has any. He doesn't have a lot of hair in the, yeah, in he the movies either. Like, yeah. like when he does have the long hair, like mm-hmm. it looked impeccable, but in this, it just looked like so bad. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even, like, it just was like, they were like, hey, um, that wig that we used, like, four years ago on a different movie. Put it back on. Put it on. Brush it out. Put it back on. Like, uh, and it just did not look great. Like, someone mm-hmm. just did not show up to makeup that day. Mm-hmm. To hair and makeup that mm-hmm. day. Um, they didn't show up to work. And <laughs> I really didn't like it. And I had a moment where I was like, oh, no, Loki's gonna be here. Because right. I thought that, like, you know, Loki's true death mm-hmm. the was, Thanos was death. an honorable Mm-hmm. death in battle. Right. So I thought, like, oh, my God, like, what if that's Loki? Like, right. what if Tom Hiddleston pops up? And then again, he didn't pop up. So I right. had a moment where I was like, shit, I'm, I'm, pay- I'm paying up, I'm paying up. <laughs> and then I didn't. No, I owe Sabrina Drake now. Yep. So the scene that I thought was going to happen is I thought the toss to Thor 5 would be Thor, like, doing something, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's at the sink, and he turns around, and variant Loki is there. And he's like, hello, brother. And then it would, like, cut. Maybe. That's yeah. what... Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. You can see it. You can see that's the kind of yeah. thing Marvel would do. But, but that's not what happens, so no. we don't have to worry about it. They are filming Loki 2 right now, I think. Oh, fascinating. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, I think that's, like, all of the thoughts we have. Um, yeah. This is, like, the most immediate reaction we've this ever... This is the first MCU movie the two of us have seen together. <laughs> In theaters, yes. In theaters, yeah. Yeah. Just wild. I, yeah. I'll, hopefully we can do this again at some point, yeah. but uh, for now, we'll be with you till the end of the line. You can find me on Twitter at the Sabrina Pet. You can follow Lily at Lily underscore Rugo, and you can follow the podcast, the Ian Fangirls, and you can check out our website, earthsmightysfangirls.com, and email us at ianfangirls at gmail.com. We are, um, oh, TikTok. Yes. Follow me at some fangirl on TikTok. And um, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all those lovely places. If you like this episode, if you want to hear more from us, please, you know, rate and review us. That would really help us out and kind of like boost our numbers and stuff. So mm-hmm. please do that. Thank you to Dexter Britton for letting us use their song Wonderland. And thanks to us for having